Welcome to Game Watch, a guilt-free dive into those massive movie failures that we hate to love. Each week, we look at a movie that either we or our guests love, but society shames them for. We peek in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, keeping the public at bay while watching the movies like the miracles that they are. Uh, I'm going to add more copy. Uh, this is our special quarantine edition! Yeah! To date this, we are uh, in the middle of the coronavirus. But uh, the show must go on. Or the beginning. Uh, we might just be at the beginning of the whole thing. Or the end. We don't true. know. We all, yeah. It's, um... It's an it's international nightmare. Hey, it's a global disaster. That's right. But... We're, we're united as one. That, that's we are. Important. We are, and I've just learned to celebrate 27 in quarantine. I've, I've accepted oh. it now. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Uh, this is pandemic party. Woo! Yeah. But no, we hey. will throw you a party once all this ends. Kenny, can you pass me a delicious party. Waterloo? Sure, absolutely. Oh, hold on. Uh, hold on. Here we go, and I'm grabbing it, and I'm just handing it to you right now. Oh, oh, oh. crack. Oh. oh, man, it would have been a gag if you actually had a Waterloo ready, Aaron. Oh, I wish, oh I, had, I, I wish I hadn't opened this Coke yet. I would have made that sound for you. Yeah. <laughs> Missed opportunity. We'll fix it in post. There is a new flavor of Waterloo. What flavor? Blueberry. Ooh. And let oh, me tell you what. Tell me what's your flavor. Tell me what's your flavor. We talk about movies. Uh, so we decide to throw on a little theme. Kenny, tell us that theme. That's right. Uh, for however long this pandemic lasts, we're going to be celebrating isolation. That means that all the movies that we're going to be watching are shame watches that have something to do with ice. Ice. Or Lations. What movie has to do with Lations, Aaron? Uh, Name one movie that has to do with Lations. What are Lations? You said it! You were the one that said it. <laughs> but uh, the blueberry flavor is like the perfect morning sparkling water drink. What are you talking so about? So today we're going to... We're it going like to... This is so much harder over well, the internet. Uh, we're going. It's to... not impossible. I never said it was impossible. I had a whole podcast that was done over the internet. It was. It's done. Anyway, uh, we're breaking down ice and figure skating to figure out something. Uh, we're watching Ice Princess. Hey! Yes, we are. I watched it this morning. <laughs> it was night. amazing. <laughs> Olivia's just been watching. I know. I wish the entire quarantine. No, my fam, my fam legit hates me now because I I put this on in the front room, uh, like Disney Plus, and like I my mom took me to see this film like when I was twelve, and uh, my sisters had seen the movie, but my dad was just kind of like in and out, like not paying attention. But then I would kind of like loop him in, and then we've had this guy fixing our AC like since nine this morning, so he like. Even he was like, oh, Jim Cusack. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, man. And now, and now they hate me for playing this movie. I kind of would have liked it like if he just kind of walked by in passing and then he was like, wait, 
is that cowgirl Jesse? <laughs> and it's like walked Hold away. Is this Ice Princess? And then he just sits down and well, opens up some. He brought up. Yeah, he brought School of Rock. He brought up School of Rock. Yeah. So I was like, respectable choice. Man, what a. So Olivia, tell us about Ice Princess. Yeah, so Ice Princess was a 2005 <laughs> a family comedy film, family inspirational film, Academy Award nominated. <laughs> Just kidding. I think it's more like ASMR. <laughs> Honestly. Um, so basically the movie revolves around this, at the time she's a junior, a, a junior named Casey Carlisle, and she is a physics whiz, and her teacher says, hey... Hey girl. hey, girl, while he's making while he's making toast, like, with a Bunsen burner, he's like, hey, so I know you want to get into Harvard, and you'd be really great for this scholarship. This is your calling. And she goes, really? This is my calling? And he's like, yeah, like, work on this, pro like, you need to create a project, and, and all that. So she's been, she ends up spending the summer, like, developing this personal project. She's really into ice skating. She skates on the pond in front of her house. And that's true. Yes, to Ally and AJ's no one, which is a banger. It's slapped. Allie and AJ, that's a yes. <laughs> yeah, it's that amazing. dates this movie. I know, but it's it's amazing. Actually, they performed in Austin. I want to say last year, my friend went. Yeah, yeah, they did, and then they did like all their songs. Anyway, what are the we'll, we'll songs? Chemicals react. Rush. No one. Uh, like whoa. I'm trying to think of what else. Anyway, I will get later. I will I will go and, like, fangirl about them. Um, but anyway, to get back to the plot, um, essentially she's, like, like, working on this project, and her friend's like, hey, it feels a little dry. Why don't you put more you in it? And so she decides to go to the local ice skating rink, which is owned by this former figure skating champion, or champion competitor, and gold um gold medalist i don't know but she is the mom of the popular girl in school who is also yeah. an ice skater and she's like hey i'd like to film these girls for a scholarship project and the mom's like okay yeah that's cool but convince the parents parents sign off on it and next thing you know she ends up like inserting herself into the project um, and then she realizes this is my true passion. Because she's trying to figure out the physics to be a wonderful figure skater, yeah? Yes. She broke down the physics of how to do ice skating. Yes, and her mom in the meantime uh, she is a single mom. She is a women's studies professor, I guess, at the local community college or whatnot, local university, and she is, like, not about it because she believes that it goes everything against feminism um, and... So she's just really trying to get her daughter into Harvard. Uh oh. Oh, Olivia, no. I need um and turn into a robot. You're breaking up, Olivia. Um no, you're good now. Okay. Good now. What part what what part did you last? Uh we Here. lost you after Ice Princess is a movie. Really? <laughs> no. No, no. What what part? No. What part? It was just before you started talking about Hayden Panettiere. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, um, there's a hot guy named Teddy nice. who plays a love interest. <laughs> and then um, Hayden Panettiere uh, plays the daughter the, the daughter of the 
uh, figure skating coach, so she's the popular girl. And, uh, yeah, it's just, there's a lot of cliches and stuff, but it's really sweet, and it just, like, reeks 2000s, and all the montages. Yeah. When did you first watch this film? Uh, so I was 12 years old, and my mom took me to go see this in the theaters. What a perfect 12-year-old movie. Yeah. No, right? It's, it's just perfect. It's perfect for a 12-year-old. Yeah. I don't like how emphatically I'm saying that. That sounds Do you want to elaborate on that, Kenny? It's just perfect for a young, supple 12 year old. Yeah, keep going. No, so just impressionable, and you can just, I don't know, imprint anything on them. They're just a Similar blank like what Jacob imprints. Oh, exactly like Jacob did. Yeah. <gasps> Aaron's. <laughs> I did not like that movie. He's going to go, Robert Pattinson smells. Oh, Robert Pattinson smells. <laughs> the other guy's a weirdo. Mm-mm, I like it. Mm-mm. We can still agree that Eclipse is the best one out of all of them, though. I was looking at my Twilight rankings on my letterbox. I think it was this morning. Because that's just what I do. I just pull up my rankings of films and go, yeah, I still agree with that. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the most amazing. Ever. Yeah, I, I would be doing that with it or without a pandemic. It doesn't matter. I just really love send my letterboxd account so much. Send me a screenshot of that for the social media. Oh, here we go. Yeah, you got it, girl. Yes. And then, James, that'll be your headliner clip, clip for this Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> Not for this one, but... For no, when yeah, the Wednesday no. comes out. Yeah, when the Wednesday comes out. Because we don't know what's going to come out. Yep, just like we, you know, Casey's unsure of where her life is going to take her That's when right. she first starts this project. I Because yeah. she wants to ice skate, but she's being pressured to go to Harvard because she's smart. So, I got two things. What's okay, up, Okay, but you better not have anything else after this, Aaron. I'm going to be furious. Yeah. I'm going to have multiple things, but here are two oh, things to start on. off with. <laughs> um, big fan of Casey Carlisle, the name. Yeah, um, I, I think it's because I grew up with uh, a lot of Marvel comics, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I liked when the uh, w- when they're matching. Um, so big fan of that. Second thing of multiple. Um, I, I don't like that it's always Harvard or Yale that they're trying to get into. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why can't they get into Bowling Green State University? Yeah. <laughs> of the Falcons. Y- UT is Miami in Ohio. Oh yeah. We do have a University of Miami in Ohio. UT yeah. is a public Ivy, technically. What? We're like a public Ivy. What's a public Ivy? I don't know. Just like Ivy League, but for like public state schools. Yeah. Like, I yeah. just want them to be like, Casey, if you don't keep these grades up, you're never going to get in a Prairie View A&M. <laughs> like, I, I want a little more normalcy than just hard. That's my only grade. But otherwise, it's a fun flick. Well, Aaron, you might not be the only one that would... Yeah. Hold on, i got to take a mulligan on that one. Yeah. And some people think that you're straight up fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking idiot! You're such an asshole! Uh, God damn it, Aaron! Fuck! In a review from Amy Biancoli for the Houston Chronicle, in a review titled, 
Ice Princess. Uh, here lies Casey Carlisle's problem. She's too damn smart. Poor <laughs> suffering child. If something doesn't change, and fast, she might wind up studying physics at Harvard. Salvation arrives for Casey, ironically, in the form of a science scholarship for which she resolves to determine the precise biomechanical formulae governing figure skating. So driven, she observes ambitious skaters and their controlling harpy mothers and fathers who Ooh. look askance at the young science wonk until she hits the ice and tests her theories on herself. Shock number one, the formulae work. Casey can land double axles with these. Shock number two, the science teacher was wrong. Physics isn't her calling. Figure skating is... As a mother... Aaron, are you done? <laughs> Sorry. As a mother of girls, one of them interested in physics, I had issues with this premise. I felt pangs of sympathy for Casey's devoted mother, Joan Cusack, in a thanklessly frumpy role, who goes ballistic when Casey, the radiantly likable Michelle Trachtenberg, announces she's blowing off college in pursuit of the triple lots but I am not the intended audience for this movie. My daughters are. And however, it pains me to say that my darling little target demographics lapped up every last ounce of the movie's dork-turned-girly-girl aesthetic. They considered the heroine's mother an ungodly witch. Alas. Director Tim Fywell, who made the obnoxious eccentric I Captured the Castle, throws in a few handheld camera moves to give the film a frisson of verite. But these are aimless gestures. So is the arty decision to end the movie before its final showdown. This breaks a binding contract between sports films and their viewers. The audience agrees to slog through endless elimination rounds, no matter how tortuous or long, provided the movie closes on a championship. Skating fans should stay home and watch the 2005 World Championships instead, because Ice Princess, for all its athleticism, has one last leap it refuses to make. Man. Okay, so here are some more things that I have. Oh, Aaron, you just said the two. Oh. I said multiple. I know. He does say multiple. He did. He did say multiple. And it's making me so furious. But I, I think I, I think I might make you more furious. Um, and I, I think this is gonna that and furious though. This is gonna be dumb. Wow, it's I'm summer. fully aware. I didn't realize Joan Cusack was related to the other Cusack. I, I don't know why. <gasps> John Cusack? Like I, one I of my Man Crush Mondays? <laughs> I don't know why that never clicked. I, I honestly don't know why. I like Dimitri from Anastasia? <laughs> I, I, I appreciate both very much. I just... I had no clue. <laughs> what? Lloyd from Say Anything? I, I, Classic. <laughs> yeah. Boombox. Look, Aaron, we've all made mistakes. We've all made mistakes. It's just a part of life, and we're certainly not one to shame. But you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Uh, okay, here, here's my excuse. I think... You, you get a pass. It's fine. Yeah, you I get a pass. You get to learn something. Because you in idiot. culture, you could have the same last name, and it doesn't mean shit. That's true. I've met a lot of Salinas's, no relation whatsoever. Sure. So... I just thought maybe Cusack was like uh, the traditional Irish name. I don't know. I will throw this up in the air if the court will permit me. Permitted. Permitted. Thank you. One of them is named John and the other one's Joan. <laughs> yeah, two maybe, very common names. Maybe they were, one was named after John the Baptist, the other one, Joan of Arc. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And like maybe. I don't know. Alive Very. in a crazy, crazy world. 
I like the sense that they only had five seconds to name the second Cusack, and they only just looked at the first one. They were like, John. John? <laughs> How what? old are they? Um, I think she's older, right? I thought he was older. Apparently, there was some way to find out. Well, well, as archivists, I can't really look it up right now because I'm recording everything. I, I can. Let me. There's see. a pandemic going on. We can't. Yeah, it's a pandemic. Yeah, you're right. Let's just play everything on the pandemic. Like that's gonna be the thing, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, as part of this, we're going to talk about how this movie relates to our current state of affairs with the pandemic. Go on. So John John Cusack is fifty three, and his sister Joan, (laughs) his sister Joan is fifty seven. Oh, and. They also, they have another sister named Ann Cusack. Oh, man. And Ann Cusack is 58. So John is, is the baby. She, is Ann the normal one that didn't go into the showbiz? I think she's an actress. It says, Ann, Ann is an actress. She's, it says, according to Wikipedia, um, she has made guest appearances in a number of television series, including Grey's Anatomy, Scandal. Oh, we lost Olivia again. Just anything that's part of the Shondaverse. No. Okay, you went robot. She's in Better Call Saul. Also part of the show. Apparently, numbers. she made it. No. Yes. Anyway, sorry, I just wanted to clear that up. Um, I wish her name would have been Jean. So it would have been Jean, Joan, and John. <laughs> just, just, just keep it going with the J's, man. Why are you... Well, Anne was the first one, and they broke off with Joan and John. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, we need to we need to reconsider this. Anne, Alan, Abbott. Anne again, Anne with an E. Anakin. That's yeah, what Anna. I thought you said. All of them. All of them. <laughs> I hate them. Uh, so, gang, this movie reflects our current state of affairs. Bring it We we are Casey. We want to go out and figure skate, and follow our dreams, but we have to stay for Harvard, a.k.a. stay inside our house. Are, are you calling Joan Cusack COVID-19? I am. How dare you? Yeah, I am. I, hot take, all right? She is an American treasure. Yeah, she's a okay. national treasure. For her is, but the character in this film, kind of COVID. I mean, okay, first of all, She's wonderful. I've always loved her. I think my first Joan was Adam's Family Values? Probably. I think that was my first Joan. And then after that, probably Toy Story 2. Yes. But yeah, I've always loved her. And I mean this with every ounce of love in my my heart. She's got the most annoyingly charming voice in show business. Unlike your hated nemesis, Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah, Drew Barrymore. I, <laughs> no love for that woman. I just so, can't Damn. get done with talking out of the side of your mouth. Come on, not a fan. I want to know the new Patreon goal. As soon as we hit $75, we're going to do a marathon of Drew Barrymore movies. You oh, shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Isn't us going to Bowling Green at 50? So us just sitting down and watching Drew raise, Barrymore? We need to raise... We need to raise the goal for that because I feel like fifty is not enough. Yeah, that's outrageously low, especially because the Drew Barrymore goal is so high. 
We're also gonna have to we're also gonna have to postpone the Seattle trip because that's that's a hot spot right now for COVID nineteen. Well, that's not a hundred, so that'll take a while. Yeah, and especially since we're not going to Kingsville until we reach fifteen thousand a month, I don't think that's very fair. <laughs> when Kingsville's three hours away, one day we will try that chicken. Uh, let me ask you this, y'all. Because Joan Cusack is ostensibly one of the villains of this movie for a lot of this movie. Aaron, yeah. is everything okay? The camera's just right against your face. Well, he's on his phone. Where Aaron, you? you know we're recording video, right? Oh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the Patreon will get to see all this. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll mention that at the end, but uh, uh, hey, new Patreon stuff. That's great. Uh, so Joe Cusack is ostensibly one of the villains of this movie for a good portion of the thing being caught in a hard spot between being a supportive mother also looking for the best for Casey Carlisle. Uh, why would Joan Cusack be so against her doing any extracurriculars? Because Harvard's hard to get into. Right, but you need extracurriculars to get into Harvard. Right. Well, she says, like, she says, like, kind of, I want to say, like, not toward the end of the movie, but, like, definitely in the second, going into the third act, she was like, I have not been able to provide you a quarter of the things that I've wanted to. And she's like, perhaps if I had gone to college. So I think she wants, she just wants her to have a better life than she's been able to provide her. Sure. That's fair. That's what yeah. I should do. Um, but, yeah, so I have, like, two takes on this. I have, like, a few takes on this movie now from when I first watched it to, to now. Um, when I was 12, obviously, like, this is the perfect movie for a 12-year-old. You're like, yeah. yeah, you know, um, dorky girl, like, you know, follows her dream. She gets noticed. She gets the guy. I mean, I saw myself in Casey because I was a very academic-minded student. I wasn't too popular. Um, and... I mean, I wasn't that great at physics, but um, <laughs> but just saying, like, yeah, going after your dreams, great. Like, why doesn't the mom understand? Because the mom is a smart adult. I'm watching this now. Um, obviously, I still think it's important to follow your dreams. I, you know, have dreams of becoming a musician, like a successful musician. And but now that I'm watching it, I have sympathy for Joan Cusack's character because, you know, it, I think the movie portrayed feminism in a bad light, you know? Mm -hmm. like, yeah. You know, if you're a feminist, you can't like glitz and glam. You know, it was just like this, it was this contradictory thing. And Casey Carlisle even says, like, I just want to feel, like, graceful and beautiful and strong for the first time in my life. And that kind of, like, didn't sit well with me because it was, it was like, you can be those things and you can still support, like, equality for men and women. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was this clash. And plus, plus, um, we need more women in STEM. So yeah. I kind of get, get it. Yeah. yeah. I guess this movie definitely puts feminism as the culprit for Casey's unhappiness. It's she's she's unhappy because her mother is a feminist. So if feminism. She, if she's able to just put on the sparklies and just be I don't know reduced to being an, an ice princess, she'll she'll be happier, which is that's a weird message. Also like yeah. there's this whole thing of like you can <clears throat> feel graceful and beautiful and 
Right, but that doesn't have to be your life. You can just do, in this case, figure skating just to feel good, and then continue to do other things. Like, it doesn't have to be either or. It's not black and white. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, but like, we should encourage... 12-year-olds. Yeah. Well. Yeah, this was... This was... This was this, this, this did come out in 2005, because Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield was the song for the closing credits, <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> The rest is still unwritten. I, I think another important factor is why... <clears throat> I don't think this movie would have done well in today's day. No. Mm. Only because uh, kids are scared of student loans and no kid would want to go to <laughs> to Harvard. That's true. Like, if you tell a 12-year-old now, like, hey, you're going to go to Harvard, like, I think their knee-jerk reaction will be like, who's paying? Because yeah. <laughs> I, that's a lot of money. I'll work for that scholarship, <laughs> sure. Mean, even then, on a scholarship on top of that, you still might be out six Gs a semester minimum. <laughs> well, yeah. it felt like the scholarship was like a full ride. That's what it felt like. Yeah, I'm just saying, had she gone to a more sensible state school, she would have been able to get a good education. <laughs> like a Harvard school. State. Yeah. Yeah, like Harvard State Technical Institute University. Okay. <laughs> Or South Harmon Institute of Technology. There we go. Go sandwiches. <laughs> but no, I, I do think it it's yeah, it's it's a bad take on feminism. And it's even more well it's not a bad take, it's just an unhealthy take on it. Because like you, you 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 sit well with Joan, you're like, No, yes. If she's excelling in physics, yeah, go go to go in STEM. But at the same time, girl wants to skate, skate. I, I yeah. think that it's kind of a complex take on feminism is just circa 2005 is a really irresponsible one because you're going feminism mm -hmm. equals bad as opposed to having a conversation where feminism is a little bit more out in the open uh, as opposed to just it being original that a character would be depicted as a feminist circa 2005. Now mm -hmm. there's room for a little bit more of a nuanced conversation where feminism is not just this feminism is being able to empower women to do the things that they want to, uh, if they want to ice skate and if they want to feel elegant along with, I, I don't know. Uh, I certainly don't know my generations of feminism, but that stereotypical uh, mindset of how a f this is what a feminist looks like. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, because now that you say that, like, through the ages of feminism, it, it seemed... <clears throat> Like, yeah, I can't pinpoint, like, the different ages. Like, I feel like, even now, I, I probably couldn't, like, advise. Because, like, we're in a very different age than we were in 2005. In 2005, there was no such thing as, as female UFC fighters. That's and true. And I know that's, like, a weird thing. But if you think about it, that that wasn't very long ago. Or, or, or the fact that <clears throat> uh, a woman running for president seemed kind of comical and then much less being a, uh, a a good possibility to be our president and i think just our day and age has changed very much and I'm not saying that ice princess contributed to, <laughs> to i mean ice princess is certainly not the movie to have a nuanced conversation about all of this stuff as you know what and you're right Ice Princess is the reason Hillary, Hillary didn't get elected. That's what I've been saying this whole time. Yeah. And you're right. When you're you know right, what? right. 
but I gotta say, if it wasn't Prize Princess, I don't know if Ronda Rousey would exist. I That's just fair. I, I, I we'll put a poll know. up on social media. Like, what do you think? If Ice Princess didn't exist, we wouldn't be able to have Ronda Rousey and Furious Seven be able to fight Michelle Rodriguez. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Uh, let's take a moment just to acknowledge what happened to the latest Fast and Furious movie. Oh, yeah. Rip. I mean... This is apparently so coming good. later rather than sooner. What? Oh, yeah. I get it. I got it. That's funny. I didn't hear the first part because it kind of cut out, but then I put it together. It'll it'll be hilarious when we do the raw audio. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. It, it's all about family <laughs> as long as you're socially distanced, you know? Yeah. Don't you... Don't That's you true. dare sh- take a sip of my Corona. You gotta live life a quarter mile apart at a time. <laughs> I don't mean to ice you out of my life, uh, but I have, I have to. <laughs> and Olivia still is the funniest of us all. <laughs> I mean, there was Corona in Fast and Furious, so. I think meant Corona in, <laughs> in Ice Princess. There was. Oh, that's that's, great, that's, that's, <laughs> it was sponsored. Corona is sponsoring Casey Carlisle. Let me ask y'all this because y'all are smart, right? Well, mm-hmm. I like to think okay. so. I mean, we're all in our own homes. I that's, think yeah, that's pretty true. smart. Not everyone is isolating yet, which is absurd. It's surprising. Uh, but, ice, ice, baby. An hour ice. Dun, 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 dun. Why, why didn't Michelle Trackenberg pop? Because this is the Buffy. second Michelle Trackenberg film that we've covered, and this Buffy. is drastically Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's in Buffy. Uh, she's in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She was in. Uh, wasn't she Harriet the Spy? She was oh. way before this. And then later, she becomes Georgina in Gossip Girl. She's also in Buffy. She's in Buffy for like she three is. seasons. And she was also in an Buffy? action action short uh, with like vampires. Can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> she was in Buffy. Um, but if I'm honest, and this is no disrespect to her because I think this is a great quality to have as an actor, she's just a, a plain girl. All right. Wow. Hold your tongue. Well, no, and and by by that I mean like she's you know she's pretty. She's basic, she's, is what you're saying. She's smart. She's got green eyes, green eyed gang. Yeah, she's hey. red haired. She can play the athletic type. She can play the smart girl. She can play the dork. Like she's she's a, she's a good ball of clay. Like you can, she she can take whatever you need to her. So I think that's why we kind of see her in a lot. We saw her mm-hmm. in in raunchy comedies. We saw her in Buffy. We saw her in Gossip Girl. I mean, did, did we just... see her in a lot though? Yeah. You know, what did she have to now? Reasons in, of in, in a span of in a span of genres, we saw her in a lot. Right, we but saw her yeah. in... in Buffy, she played a character that, from my understanding, no one really liked. Listen, that that's she's fine. Hey, I, she, I, I like her. Fine. I like her. Yeah, in Gossip Girl, her character is problematic, but I like her in the show. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we we saw her in a lot for a six-year period of time. 
I, she was a she was a child star. I knew her from Pete and Pete and Harriet the Spy. Uh, I'm certain some other things because I remember y'all straight up, y'all straight up. Michelle Trachtenberg was definitely my first celebrity crush back in back in grade school. <gasps> oh wow! Good choice. Hey, thank you. Anytime. Hey. She's my crush now. I'm oh, trying dang. to think of my first celebrity crush. Oh, I remember. Walter Cronkite. She was in <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Oh, that's <laughs> right. She played Penny. Uh, She's in Seventeen uh, again. She's in Eurosquare. She is in Eurosquare. Seventeen again. Because she tries to seduce Zach Efron, which is really her dad. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But she doesn't know it's her dad. <laughs> yes. I don't know. We might have to revisit that one. Very shame watch. Starting to overlap um, into Twilight territory. Not a, not a fan of that. After this period, Michelle Trattenberg just kind of, well, she does Gossip Girl, and then after that, kind of just starring in Hallmark movies, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Bring her back. Bring Come her on, back. Michelle. It's your time to shine. I mean, she's been working pretty steadily. I'm looking at her IMDb hey, page. She's, she's working, but I'm, I'm wondering, why hasn't she popped? She needs, like, her own, like, uh, series on Hulu or Amazon. I'd watch it. You know? I'd watch it. But the thing is, like, it's not, like, today, today, it's not like I'm, I'm honestly thinking Michelle Trachtenberg up to. That's not in my day. Every day, as soon as I wake up. I mean, because uh, he, she is his celebrity crush. Yeah, I mean, Emma Stone is my true future. <gasps> Andrew Garfield is mine for like ten plus years. Before Olivia. Yeah, we have. Well, because if we got if if Andrew Garfield and I got married, my initials would be OMG. Uh, that's, so well, we gotta make that happen now. <laughs> it has to happen. So, if you contribute to the Patreon, I want to say a two thousand dollar goal. I will try to contact Andrew Garfield's agent and yeah. see if we can try to set up an interview what? slash speed dating round. What I don't know. Andrew Garfield more of a star. I know that's that's a I, I could go on a whole podcast about that. I mean, I might for the Patreon. Yeah, they're doing a new series called Garfield Talk. Or I'm sorry, Garfield Gap. I mean, I think just because I kind of feel like Spider Man kind of ruined him. Yeah. No. He's been in things. Let me go back. He was in Hacksaw Ridge. He was yeah, in Hacksaw Ridge. No one was going. Wow, Andrew Garfield, real great. He worked with Scorsese. Yeah. He was in Silence, which Silence is such a powerful movie. And I he's also he in really Social good. Network. He was. Yeah. And he's so good in Social Network. He was also in Never Let Me Go. That is also a mm -hmm. movie where, again, people really loved that movie. Well, critics really loved that movie. Just no one says anything about that. I, think that I know. Okay, okay. Hot, hot take. Hot, hot take about Garfield. Here Olivia, we go. I'm so uh, Olivia, I'm sorry, but uh, okay. He hates Mondays. <laughs> Love he loves lasagna. <laughs> Olivia and I are on the same page. Yes. He's uh, he talks funny. He's British. No, no, I understand that. I am fully aware of a... Aaron, he's a, got an accent. I'm fully aware British. of an accent, guys. Yes. I, English was my second language. I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, his, his delivery is just kind of off to me. 
Why? Because he's British? Caden? <laughs> he's British. He's no. Why are you attacking him so much for just being British? <laughs> yeah, I don't deserve that. It's just... Aaron, I thought you were more open than this. It, it's very, it's very <laughs> prevalent in the social network. That was, that was his first like actual movie, though. Then get it right. No, not... Well, never let me go. Was <laughs> technically his first one. The, the thing that he first popped in was wow. also. Um, so speaking, speaking of hot guys, Teddy in Ice Princess. Hello, hello. No guys in my high school looked like that, but if they did. I uh, I would be driving that Zamboni with him <laughs> and some other suggestions. Olivia, what has isolation done to you? She'd just be straight up sitting on that Zamboni, if you know what I mean. <laughs> on that like, Zamboni. Am I right? Am I right? And by the way, part mom and dad. Zambonis can't go on ponds. No. It would no, that was, that was the one part that bothered me. I was like, this is not... Although, when he when he did come out and smooth the ice for her in the pond, um, so my dad was watching, and I'm like, the hero we did not deserve, <laughs> Teddy! Our knight in shining armor riding in oh, on the Zamboni. Can we talk about that party they went to? The house party? And, like... Allow it. And she goes... Oh, no, can't. Olivia, cut out. <laughs> Olivia, what is Hello? Okay, go and talk. Okay, when yeah. they're at the house party and she's telling Hayden Panettiere, she's like, I don't even, I don't really know how to talk to guys or people. And I'm like, that is a mood. <laughs> <laughs> that still applies to me at 27. And then her feet, her foot falls in that ice bucket when she's talking to Teddy. Yeah. Really sweet. But that other guy, the hockey player, was just like, yeah, w whatever. And I'm like, bye. Yeah, it's like, uh, physics talk. I'm out of here. Right, because she yeah. talked about physics? Was that Kyle? He felt, yeah. Yeah, Kyle. He is not hockey in high guy. school. There's no way that Kyle is in high school. It's absurd. <laughs> no guy looks like know. Kyle or Teddy in, high, in my high school. Yeah, anyway. So, Teddy, I stan. No, I like, I, I like Teddy, though. He's kind of, he was he was a strange hero, but I, I was a fan of him. All right, guys. Oh, Kim Cattrall. we got to talk about her. Yeah. Kim Cattrall. She's Tanya Harwood. Yeah. yeah. She's uh, Tanya Harding. Oh. Bas basically. Yeah. That's kind of what I was like, now that I was watching this, I was like, is she, are they inferring that she was like a Tanya Harding character? Yeah, yeah, on the IMDb page, that was like one of the first things in the trivia. Oh, dang! Yeah. I didn't know that. You know what they, who they didn't have when they should have? Not Hamilton. Mm -hmm. This is an ice skating movie, though, not a swimming movie. I thought it was weird that they would have a swimmer comment on the ice skating. Why wouldn't you just cut to him commenting on his swimming <gasps> matches? Michelle Kwan is in this movie. Oh, she's a great oh, yeah. ice skater. I love her. When, when she was a commentator, and then my dad started laughing. He's like, ESPN is covering this? And I'm like, of course they are. <laughs> Get with the time, important. I love how also in the high school, like, it's football for the guys, and every single girl is an ice skater. Or, like, the ones that matter are. Yeah, did y'all like, have... Usually, it's like cheerleading, and, like, 
for us, I mean, it was softball. Or, or softball, yeah. Yeah, so- softball was the big one. I was I was a softball player. What? I was but... softball manager because... Uh, oh, hey! I didn't want to do track. I think the popular kids in my school were football, wrestling, and, oddly enough, debate. Debate? Debate. The cool, cool kids were in debate. That doesn't track. That's weird. See, I was in debate, so I don't know if I just thought the kids who were in debate were cool. <laughs> I don't know if we were the cool ones or not. I think at my school, it was football, obviously, uh, baseball, soccer, soccer? Girls, and, girls, and, girls and guys. Yeah, and I, and I got... And I got I got the soccer page for the yearbook guys soccer and all the girls in the yearbook class hated me. What? <laughs> what? Like, hey. what? That's so insane. I I mean, yeah. I, soccer should be celebrated like that, but uh, well, like, people hate us. They were they were just kind of I mean, not a lot of not as many people would turn up, but when when the World Cup was happening, they ordered vuvuzelas. Uh, what? Yeah. Of course they yeah. did. Of yeah. course they did. So. Yeah, everyone loves soccer in the World Cup. Well, yeah, and then I had a thing for soccer guys for a while, so it was just kind of a thing. Anyway. We, we get yeah. it. You love soccer guys. I, well, not anymore. Okay, whatever. Anyway, you speaking. love every single soccer player. We get it. Not not every. No, not everyone. Yeah, some of them are kind of jerks. Yeah. Name one yeah. jerk soccer player. James I, I, I don't want The to. guy who ghosted me after my birthday. Ooh. The guy that ghosted Olivia after sorry, my birthday. Olivia. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. So it's fine. Have... Spring sport? Uh, yeah, they would play in the they would play in the spring. That's weird. It was the fall sport for us. Well, because y'all have seasons. That's fair. Yeah, you're No wait, no, no. Were they spring? No, I think they were fall. And baseball was spring. Yeah. Yeah, that's baseball spring. That makes more sense. I, I think I think soccer's like generally right after football, so like. Well, no, it's during the same time. And then you have like cross country in the fall and track mm-hmm. in the spring. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay, this is gonna be dumb, but I consider football like kind of summery. Oh, because they do oh. like two, two a days and stuff. Yeah, because we do because we would play August September was usually our first game, and to me that's still summer. I mean, we need... Like, if it's 105 outside, it's still summer. We we did that in soccer, too. We had two days and started... <clears throat> anyway, this isn't about soccer. This is about Ice Princess. Yeah, and that can only be Your played skaters at our school. in the winter. I have... uh, That's true. I dated one. An ice skater? Well, she's a former... Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's so cool. Has she... And then she played volleyball. She was in my youth group. My church youth group. Has she, uh, has she seen this movie? I maybe. I you should had, ask her. Call her right now. Ask her. Yeah. I'm not gonna bother her. Call her right now. If we make forty dollars a month on Patreon, James will call his. I'll call all the I won't do that. I won't do that. That's a terrible but idea. Ask about Ice Princess. How much money would it take for you to call all of your exes? None. I'm not going to bother them. Right, but how much money would it take? Oh, oh, $1,000. $1,000. $1, okay, so if we're able to get... You give me $1,000 right now, I'll do it. Right now? That's not... That's just not... Okay, so if but the if three of us... dollars goal on the Patreon. So if the three of us send $333.33 <laughs> to James, yeah. he'll do it. And at $2, I will write a strongly worded message to Drew Barrymore. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. So at some point, uh, Michelle Trachtenberg is talking with Hayden Panettiere. Uh, and I think Michelle Trachtenberg just tells her, don't you just want to skate all the time? After which Hayden Panettiere at every single other ice skater is like, no, no, I'm exhausted. No, I hate this. I've been doing it since I was three. Yeah. And See, I, and that made me feel kind of terrible because that reminded me of all my buddies who played select baseball. Did yeah. they just want to play baseball all the time? No. Oh, a, a lot of them were burnt out because... By high school, like, I, because it, it's the same thing I'm assuming with figure skating, but like, by high school, they're burnt out. Like, their their joints are hurting by age 14. Yeah. Dang. Which, which should not happen. Like, that's, you're, you're about to get into your, your good years as a player, but they, they've been forced to, to do this for probably a decade well, at this point. And, it made me kind of feel bad for Hayden and all the other girls. I also think it's just an unhealthy expectation. I think it's a genuine form of control whenever you're going. You should be willing to do something that you love for 24 hours of the day. But no matter how much passion that you have for something, you're going to get tired of it. Right. And that's just human nature. And how muscles work. That's true. Because we're just made of, of, of muscles and electricity. Um, but what I was going to say was uh, the expectation is always, like, going for the gold and, like, being an Olympian and or, like, making the pro baseball team. But, like, that's such a dumb goal because, like, the odds of that happening are so low. And, I mean, it. I don't know. It's just, like, you need the genetic lottery to even, like, be qualified to even try. So it's like, I think it's wrong to try and force your kids to do that. Like, yeah, they should a, just enjoy childhood. For a film that's mm -hmm. pointed at 12-year-olds, for supple young 12-year-olds, I think it's a super unhealthy message. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Uh, yeah, It's a good message and, and to say, follow your passion no matter what. I think that's interesting. I think exactly. it's interesting that the message is you don't have to go to Harvard, just kind of follow this track, see where it happens, because I think that I've I think we all have associated with a group of people that are probably choosing their passion a little bit more over than what might make them financially safe and settled. Right. Yeah. And they just Although, be happier people. Yeah. Oh, what was it? The one skater, Tiffany, was like, and you get to eat what you want, like bread, buckets and buckets of bread. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. Well, I mean, yeah, because like, 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 yeah, I think... I think it's important to have a dream. Yeah, and I also great great observation, Aaron. It's important I think it's to very important to be realistic. I think that might be the best. I have a dream speech. Yeah, totally. I think this so. century, yeah, probably. <laughs> well, okay. To defend Aaron uh, from more ridicule, some people don't. Some well, people no, and that's fine don't too. Have dreams. And and you know, if you're content with with living how you want to and just day to day and not and, and just being part of the machine, if you want to, so to speak. Yeah. That's totally cool, too. Yeah, but I, okay. I think it's important to be realistic in your dreams because mm -hmm. yeah. I, I think a, a prime example of that is there's this hotshot basketball player coming out of Miami, and he was, like, on the high school uh, team when Ohio? he was in junior high, but he's, like, five foot five. Sure. So now that he's waiting for college offers because he's one year out of high school and going to prep school, nobody wants him because he's five foot five. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, it's an unrealistic thing, but his father's, like, next to abusive? Yeah. And how he mm-hmm. trains him and how yeah. he, um, you know, is trying to get him ready to the next level. Like, every every morning before school, he's got to do tractor tire flips and he's oh got to do sprints and, and he's got to do, like, 100 push-ups before school. And not a realistic dream. Like, sorry, homie, you're five foot five. Like, yeah. Yeah, and when Hayden Panettiere was just like, I want to go to the homecoming dance, and I want to go with Brian, you know, at the time when you're in school, I mean, that's that's like the big social gathering, is, yeah. exactly. is all the dances, and so I know it sounds ridiculous when she was saying that, but it's like, that's kind of, most of these pe- people see each other at school, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and then it's kind of like when you're in the summer, it's like your true friends and fam, or whatever, you know, in most in most cases. Um, and so, like, that's a really realistic thing. There's, like, sacrifices that have to be made. Yeah. Which, you know, if you really want something, like, you'll make those sacrifices. But well, if, like, could... yeah. No, no, somebody's, like, pushing you. Like, if you're being, like, pushed to do that and, like, in an unhealthy manner, it's, right. you're, like, there's no reward from that. Yeah, and that's the difference. Like, you need to have your own free will while pursuing the dream. If someone's telling you to do it, you don't have your free will to pursue it. Um, also, like, a child deserves a childhood, and if you're too focused on being an Olympian or trying to go for pro-athlete status, are you really having a childhood at, at that point? Like, you're robbing kids of having this nice, magical experience. That yeah. Well, I mean... It, the same thing goes for the Harvard stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, for anything. Because, I mean, look at Joe Jackson and Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, yeah, Michael Jackson is arguably one of the best entertainers ever of, of all time. But that was through abuse, physically, mm-hmm. mentally, socially, in any capable way it was done, Joe Jackson did that. And... yeah. And, you know, Michael suffered for it, and a lot of people are like, oh, but it's such great music. But, yeah, the psychological damage that that man endured. I'm going to disagree. Uh, I think the best entertainer is Eiffel 65. Yes! I can attest to that! Just look at my Halloween costume. Uh, I'll put that on social. <laughs> I think it was a really interesting choice for the movie because Kim Cattrall is revealed as being the saboteur sabotaging Casey by getting her new skate, which seems like such a precise mm-hmm. detail. Uh, I really like mm-hmm. that detail. But at the I same time, Casey going, I can't trust her, but at the same time, I need her. I'm using you. You yeah. use me. We will achieve something together, which is such a complex adult choice. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it's fair to bring up in a kid's movie. Very much so. I uh, Talking about bringing in realism to your passion. It's not a choice that very often happens in Disney movies where you just kind of resolve the plot by just trying harder. And right. now you are free of evil's bonds because you just tried harder. The way that Kate mm-hmm. is able to achieve her goals isn't by trying harder, but by making strategic alliances with people that she knows that she needs something from, but she can't necessarily even trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good point, Kenny. I... Thank you. Good job, Kenny. Hey, thanks. What do you guys think? I agree with you. Well, thanks. No, yeah, I think it's 
this movie for 2005 is very strange, and, and I I think did this this movie doesn't age well. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. I think, but I think it's but, fine. It was so funny though. My dad goes, "That was that movie was so saccharine. I got diabetes." <laughs> and I was just like, "Dad, I, <laughs> like, but wasn't it amazing?" <laughs> I mean, because I'm all about saccharine. I'm all about saccharine. I love saccharine, man. I I think it is fine, but at at some points I'm like, "Ooh, I this is, yeah." I don't know because Gen Z is is very different, and I don't know if I don't know. It it's just I I think it's a, a great movie. To just great movie for a twelve year old in two thousand five of of, of two thousand five yeah I, I no. think it it got the job done but where we're at now I'm not sure well such we're right into that era now because now uh, seems like Gen Z kids can't really live childhoods now because they have to make hard decisions and have to worry about if uh, well right now they have to worry about a pandemic. But before that, they had to worry about school shootings and and global warming. Like, they yeah, don't it's, have it's, a bright future. And, like, yeah, like in 2005, kids had bright futures. In, 2000, <laughs> in 2020, they're like, I don't give a damn about making the Olympics. I just want to make it to 2030. Yeah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for exactly. Real. Like, it, it's... it's yeah, like, I just... Go ahead. No, 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 just this, the, I was thinking about that student loans thing that you were telling me about. Yeah. Telling us about. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> real different nowadays, y'all. It's it just, is, I mean, things are different just, right now, yeah. It's just kind of showing, like, how movies have a pulse on the idea of the time, and that's why some don't hold up, like this. Yeah, which is, but they're still sweet. Oh yeah, they're still sweet. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just no, like yeah. no, no, no. it's more. It acts more as like a time capsule. One of oh, the things yeah. that I'm excited about this podcast is trying to engage on a thing in terms of the context of whenever it was made. Because it's right. like I've said so many times on the podcast before, it's really easy to hold up a moralistic lens on a piece of art from now. Yeah, yeah. Nothing passes sure. it. Uh, but for something like, oh, just to choose a random movie, Eurotrip, it just doesn't pass the muster of context from whenever it was made. Mm -hmm. And that's so critical. For something that was made in 2005 for 12-year-old girls, uh, it's, it, it's more complex than I think you would expect it to be, considering the choices yeah. are made, uh, considering that she chooses passion over going to Harvard, I think any mm -hmm. other movie, a, a lesser movie, which is weird to say about Ice Princess, but a lesser movie, would have, would have chosen Harvard as the happy ending. She gets Harvard and to be the titular Ice Princess at the same time. Don't ask me how, but that's just what would happen. No, it's a hard that, call. That's what my dad thought. That's what my dad thought was going to happen. Well, he didn't. He didn't say like the. He didn't really get the skating part just yet. But he was like, "She's going to get the guy, and then she's going to get the scholarship." And I'm like, "Well, just you wait." <laughs> and the fact that the movie doesn't end at the championship, just like our reviewer Amy Bianchi criticized it for, I think that's really smart too. Like, no, this is just the beginning of a journey. Her mm -hmm. character arc is resolved just because she made this choice. To right, start right. Start over here. That's mm -hmm. really smart. 
I, I think the discussions on Joan Cusack being a bad feminist is kind of bad for the time, but now it's kind of complex. As complex yeah. as right. you would expect from a movie like this. It's just like, wow, Disney, I didn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, was, it wasn't, it executed well, but it was just like, wow, the fact that they wanted to kind of put feminism in there, you know, in a Disney yeah. movie for targeted for teen girls. Mm-hmm. Isn't this um, what we kind of praise Disney for now by making one tiny step way after whenever we should deserve it? Like, uh, Frozen, having a protagonist whose best romantic, or not romantic relationship, but the relationship of love is not with the male, but with her sister, and we all just kind of applaud it for doing something that it should have been doing way before. Or there's a do it later than never. Oh, most definitely. It's just I I wish this stuff would come along sooner so I guess the effects wouldn't have been as negative. Yeah. Yeah, because like if Frozen or Moana was done 10 years ago, I'm curious to see where we would have been Yeah, It's it's still great that the move is being made, but it's it's unfortunate that it's being made now as opposed to much earlier when it would have had a bit more impact and now I can feel a little bit more cynical like the uh, what is the same sex kiss at the end of Rise of Skywalker uh, uh, which, barely barely yeah, which was excised in foreign countries because it's, it's it's something to put in there just so you can pat yourself on the back and go, look, we did it. But at the same time, it's something that can be easily excisable that it can still play in, in other, uh, other, other areas. It's still good. It's still good that it happened, but it's, it's kind of awkward the way that it happened. I'm, yeah. I'm mad on how it happened because it was it's such a missable thing in that movie. Yeah. Which, I mean, you could argue that it is because, like, how normal it is. It is like, yeah, background out characters just kiss. That's fine. I don't know. It, that well, one's... Well, no, it's, it, it's more offensive because it's two characters that are on the periphery as opposed to, oh, just to pick two random characters. I don't know. Finn uh, and Poe were the two that really, were kissing. Yeah, right. The one where it had, you know, actual chemistry, but whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, Poe Dameron. You mean Poe Dameron? Yeah. Sorry. Because <laughs> um, Disney doesn't. Because China is such a huge market for Disney, they're only going to exercise very within reason. Yeah. But still give themselves momentum to pat themselves on the back. Yeah. Like Moana, or or I think a good example is Coco. Coco mm-hmm. is a wonderful movie. I think movie. it's very important to the culture. I think it's mm-hmm. very important to the holiday, very important to the traditions. And I think it was about time a movie like that should have been done. But at the same time, Disney also tried to trademark Dia de los Muertos. Oh, God, no. And they didn't do a big thing about it. They didn't announce a big thing about making it a trademark. But everybody saw that, oh, my goodness, Disney is, is finally taking a crack at this holiday, and it's so wonderful, and, and, they, and they did it so tremendous and beautiful. And I still think it's a wonderful movie. Oh, yeah. So, and it makes me want to stand up and say, you go film Coco. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, you learn about that, and you're like, oh, this was all just money. I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. But that's how progress is made in our evil world, right? 
uh, we have to make sure that this progress is profitable before anyone will do it. I mean, I mean I remember the Titans. That's how it is now. Maybe this pandemic will shift some things. Who knows? Uh, I'm hopeful. Uh, you get a pandemic, I... princess? <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. Uh, show it to the Rotten Tomatoes game, folks, and call it an episode. Let's boop, do it. Boop, boop, boop. Let's do it. Splat. So for listeners that are starting with this episode as your first episode, here's what the Rotten Tomatoes game is. The Rotten Tomatoes game is based off of the website Rotten Tomatoes, a film review aggregator that takes all submitted film reviews, averages an amount by a pass-fail system that assigns a percentage on how many people might think a movie is either fresh or rotten. This is not a score that a film is X percent good, it's only a score of how many people liked it. And we're going to ask for two numbers, one uh, being the critical score as well as the audience score. And uh, Aaron, I suppose we'll start with you and going, I guess, from left to right according to the windows that are on my computer screen. That we can't see? Well, I can see it, and that's what matters. (laughs) James, don't be cheating. It said I had 20% left. That's why my my window went black. Um, Okay. So, out of 108 critical reviews, what do you think the critical approval rating is of Ice Princess? 42? 42%? Uh, partially because I think this could have been a decom. And yeah. I think I think it would have tracked better as a decom cuz I think we would have been a little more forgiving on some of the uh silly trivial stuff, but um yeah. I, I think, uh, what did I say? 42. 42. 42. Yeah, I was going to say 39 or 42, but 42 feels comfy. Cool. Uh, James, uh, what is the score for, what is the critical score for Ice Princess without going under? Uh, 56. 56. Why 56? Well, Aaron said, but more positive. Sure. Olivia? I was going to say 59%. 59%. Now, I don't know if you mm-hmm. know this, but that's more positive than what Aaron and James said. Did you know that? Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to say positive. Like, Casey was positive about her dreams. Well, unfortunately, your positivity is misinformed. Uh, James, you are closest without going under. The correct answer is 52%. Hey, hey. And two negative, Olivia, two positive, and James, as always, you're just right, baby. Hey! hey. But Olivia, you might be able to change your luck. Uh, Out of 210,898 audience reviews, what do you think the audience approval rating is for Ice Princess? Wait, say that again? Ice Princess! No, the number. number. 210,898 for Ice Princess! Dang. I'm going to say 74%. 74%? Yes. I'm going to say that, like, you know, parents might have... Maybe gotten obviously the 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 plot holes that, that we have pointed out, but knowing that their daughters probably enjoyed the movie, maybe that gave them a sense of satisfaction. And maybe people like um, who have reviewed it now have put positive reviews because of the nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. I am not one of those people, but I should be. James, what do you think the audience approval rating is for Ice Princess? Uh, 68%. 68%. That's a lot. What Olivia said, but slightly more negative. Sure. <laughs> Aaron? Olivia, what was your percent? I said 74. 72. 
Because I wanted to say 69. Nice. Nice. But the skates really, are out. I feel like it's right about that C level, D level, but I think it's a little bit over that cusp. Just a just a teensy bit. Just a teensy bit. Just 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 a wee little bit, you know, just like, like Yeah. Uh, oh. That much. Well, Aaron, uh, unfortunately your gamble has not paid off. Uh, nor has it paid off for Olivia. James, you've got a two piece. <laughs> Dang it. The correct Dang. answer is fifty eight percent. No! Uh, that means that uh, whoever guessed last on the audience uh, critical score has to give $30 to the winner of a two-piece. And I guess that would be Aaron. So, Aaron, I think you need to give James $30. Congratulations, no, I don't James. Think, I don't think that's how it works. That, that rule has never been brought hey, up. Hey, why don't you, why don't you donate that $30 to, you know, maybe, like, the COVID-related... Or, or, or support local businesses. <laughs> Yeah. This is this is not this is not an ad. Uh, we've got to keep life going as it is, and we firmly establish this rule. Anyone that gets a two P, whoever the last guesser is, they get thirty dollars. I don't think rule. that rule it's has true. ever been established. I should get the thirty dollars. First episode. Screw it. I so, should get the thirty dollars as my birthday money. My final wow, diva, Jesus. <laughs> Ice Our, diva. Ice diva. Yeah, you're right. This is a strange prequel to Blades of Glory. Yes. That was going to be the reveal at the end, Aaron. Dang oh. it. Oh, are we really doing Blades of Glory? Yeah, yes. let's do it. Yeah, we are. Uh, Next week. Review the well, adventures of Chaz Michael Michaels. Blades of Glory. <laughs> I love it. I, I love that movie. But it's I my think it's an excellent sequel to I, I, I Tanya. I, I Tanya. I've got one. Mom and Dad, don't hear this. Aaron bleep this out. Teddy, Zamboni, more like Zambomi. I said that to the beginning. <laughs> but it's, it's cuter when I say it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but come on. <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad, don't listen to that part. Yeah, I'll yeah, bleep it. Listen to Olivia Steele. The Patreon will get to hear the unedited version of that. <laughs> It's gonna sound worse when it bleeps. <laughs> no, it won't be bleeped on Patreon. I, like, like the free one, because my parents don't know what Patreon is. Well, that's another episode of Shame Watch. <laughs> nice. Thank you to Kevin for a rocking theme song. Great. Oh, wait, 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 James, wait. You're giving up on your dream. No, mom, I'm giving up on your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're giving up on your podcast. No, Mom. I'm giving up on your podcast. Very funny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to pull an errand. Thank you. I didn't, I didn't have one, so thank you. Anytime. Uh, that's been our episode of Shamelot. Nice. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rockin' theme song, and to James Garcia for our artwork, and to Olivia Flores for our social media. Nice. Don't forget to More rate. Like ice. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Shamewash on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Do you have suggestions, questions, comments, or general tomfoolery you want to contribute to the pod? Send it our way. Visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Shamewash Pod so we can talk with you. Please talk with us. We're all very lonely. We're all trapped in our homes. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm actually been. 
Shutting off the world has been kind of nice. I get it, Kenny. I get it. Uh, finally, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash <laughs> It does cost money to put out superb content like this pod, so even a $1 donation can make a huge difference. And now, a special moment. Uh, Aaron, what happens to people if they donate at the $10 level? They get pictures of my feet? Of someone's feet. Oh. Uh, Kenny, what happens to people at the $7 level? Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes? What? Yep. <laughs> Olivia, what happens to people at the $5 level? Um, They get access to the movie marathon episodes? That's what you damn, damn it. Um, They'll get access to my spinoff podcast, Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart. Uh, right? No. <laughs> uh, that, that, that'll be free. Um, I thought that was for Patreon. It is for Patreon. Oh, okay. Or that'll be two dollars. We'll figure it out. We'll, okay. We get exclusive access to the pre-talk of the podcast. Do you oh, know that's what we right. Talk about before we start the podcast, you'll find out at five dollars, and at two dollars, you get access to our uh, movie marathons, and we say your name on the podcast. So I'm gonna do that now. Uh, Kenny Madison of Austin, Texas. Aaron Osalinas. Of Austin, Texas. Gene Fight. Of Bowling Green, Ohio. Alan Smith. Of Austin, Texas. Riley McPherson. Of Tulsa. Okay. Jennifer Steinberg. Of Austin, Texas. Herc. Heraclio Gonzalez, Jr. I'm sorry. Every time. I'm sorry. I'm so white. Ian Keegan. Of Gillette, Wyoming. Danny Cantu. Of San Marcos, Texas. And our newest patron, patron Tiffany Tipton. Hey. From Austin, Texas. From Austin, Texas. Welcome. All right. Uh, So please donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash shamewatch, for all those perks that we mentioned. Anyway, until next time, our watch has now ended. Dive at your own risk. And walk outside at your own risk. It's wash your hands. Yeah, well, I love how like, the pandemic just made people wash their hands. Like, wasn't that a thing before? Like, you should have just already been doing that. Wash your hands for 20 seconds, too. I feel like all of this is because of my mom, like, telling me to wash my hands. Don't go outside. This is just a bunch of stuff my mom told me when I was I mean, My mom said that if you don't wash... Your hands, James, I'll die. <laughs>